0: Hello and welcome back. This is episode 12 of Punches from the Pods. I'm Tommy Watt from TTT Boxing and as always, I'm joined by Ebony Bridges, the Blonde Bomber, how are you doing Ebony?
1: I'm good, thanks, how
0: are you going? Yeah, good, it's been a little while. Um, obviously lockdown's kept everything pretty quiet. Yeah. Um, I know you've been sort of training away. Yeah. Um, so how are things uh, How are things with yourself and training? Have you kept busy, did you take some time off?
1: Um, didn't really take some time off. I think the first couple of months of COVID um, we, I was just kind of cruising and just practicing things, you know, obviously not trying to push myself to kill myself to fight because there was no real sign of any fights in the horizon. So there was really no point to just put my body through that kind of wear and tear. And, you know, we couldn't spar or anything like that until just recently. So, yeah, just, you know, um, working on the things that you can't really work on, um, slowing things down and perfecting technique and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was good.
0: I know, giving the body some much-needed rest as well, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, so it's, it's been strange just not having boxing at all, really. We've yeah. started to come back in dribs and drabs. Obviously, Top Ranker put on a few shows uh, in the US. We're seeing a return to fighting in the UK as of this weekend. Um, Australia, yeah, we've are. had some oh yeah we've had some fights recently as well announced here in australia so we'll we'll run through all of those the recent fights and what's coming up and um yeah give our thoughts i guess on what's what's happening there so
1: well it's nice to actually have some boxing to talk about exactly yeah yeah (laughs) i think we would have struggled to fill the time otherwise yeah like we did want to meet up a few more times in between um but it's like you know coming on and talking there's not much boxing to be talking about you know all we can talk about is the gossip and and you know what's going on it's not really yeah, and gossip
0: can only it yeah, can only fill up so many minutes yeah. with, uh, <laughs> with with, with an oh, Gossip. We're back.
1: Boxing's back. It's looking good.
0: Yeah, exciting times are ahead. Yeah. Um. So I mean the, I guess the big news was when everyone came back was we saw both the Maloney brothers, um, yeah. fighting on t- on the top ranked shows over in the US. Um. Obviously, uh, Andrew with uh, his loss to Joshua Franco. Yeah. Um. And then Jason Maloney a couple of days later put on a you know, very impressive performance, um. To pick up a win there. So, um, I mean, starting with Andrew, it. And it started so brightly mm. for him in the first few rounds. Mm. It looked like he was going to kind of cruise to victory. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Franco just had more in the tank. Yeah. By, by the end of it was, yeah how it looked. But, um, yeah, much like Jason, when he had his loss, I think yeah, he managed to sort of raise his, his stock, even, yeah. even with a loss. Um, and I know he's going to exercise a rematch clause as well. So what were your thoughts on on, uh, on Andrew's fight?
1: Well, you know, um, when you first came out, I was like, oh, you know, he's looking good. Like, I, I've always loved the millennials and, and their style, you know. Um, For me, I think they've got kind of, you know, a little bit of a slightly kind of that Mexican style. They come in with that nice tight guard. You know, they like to fight on the inside. Um, You know, um, and when I saw him come out, I thought, okay, this is good. You know, he's very active. Um, He was just putting his punches together really well. You know, nice tight defense. I thought, this is good. Um, And Franco, you know, starting off a lot slower, um, obviously, to preserve his energy. Or, you know, he's just that typical kind of power puncher that you know um, they set things up early on and they wait for you to crumble and then they capitalise on mm. it and I think that's kind of what he did um, I felt like Maloney um, ended up kind of yeah like you said running out of tank gassing kind of half through. he put so much He was his punch work rate was pretty pretty yeah. intense and pretty big in his first couple of rounds um, and then it just started to kind of um, drop off and as it dropped off you know there it was, it was a big disparity between their strength already but as he started to drop off. His strength really started to look like it was dropping off as well, and that's just when um, Franco yeah. capitalised.
0: Yeah, and it's one of the, it looked like one of those situations where the, the mind was willing, but the body yes. couldn't necessarily sort of do what yeah. what he wanted all, all the way through. But um, yeah, I think with the, the dominance shown early, um, do you think with a different game plan or different tactics, do you think the rematch will be a, a different story?
1: Um, to be honest, when I first heard about the rematch, I just thought that maybe Franco might finish it faster. I think he might pick up the pace faster. He might come
0: in with a bit more confidence. Yeah, I think he
1: might come in um, harder and faster at first because um, there is such a, such a big strength difference. Yeah. Um, it really is quite... Well, for me, it was quite noticeable, the strength difference between mm. the two. Um, so I think that he might finish it earlier. Um, and I think also Melanie um, will possibly slow it down and not go in so... Yeah, fast. I mean, that's that's why
0: I think is that, 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 that he may come in with it, yeah, maybe more... Um, and uh, maybe try and box on the outside and be a, a bit, bit more, more yeah. smart around that. Um, I guess those, that's the two ways that it, it can go, yeah. really, isn't it? Um, you, you think uh, Franco could take confidence from that knockout yeah. and, and come forward a lot more aggressive, a lot more early. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that could leave him more open. And, yeah, true. Um, yeah. But um, I think it's certainly... He, he yeah. has to take that rematch clause what he can, yeah. hasn't he? There's no he's, way you can not take that no, if, you're, I, I, if you're in Andrew's shoes. I think would be a, remax, uh, a
1: rematch. A rematch. <laughs> um, he's trained by a Mikey... Mikey um, by Garcia, isn't it? Uh,
0: Garcia. Yes, is like yes, he was, yeah. Because they've
1: all got that same, that similar style where they kind of start slower and kind of set it up, mm. you know, in the first few rounds and then they just end up taking over the second half yeah. Of the round. Yeah, I in 12
0: rounds is a long time, yeah. isn't it? And you, and you see so often those first few rounds uh, long forgotten by the time the 11th exactly. and 12th swing, yeah. ar- swing around. Um, so that was, it was disappointing. Yep. Um, yeah, and I spoke to Andrew at the time and you I did, think yep. he was very sort of, you know, yeah I think he just wanted to put on a good show yep. it was a big moment um but I say I think he'll go again and um yeah hopefully he can can write that wrong in the rematch yep. um then 2 days later the pressure was all on Jason yeah. so one of them came back with a win yep. um and he, what what performance against uh, Amazing. Leonardo Bears. Was,
1: yeah I watched that fight again like a couple of days after it was, it was a great was, performance yeah. I love you know he's clinical yeah he 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 really is it's clinical is a great word for it and he's also you know you can see the power he has a look, I think he's you know obviously stronger mm. um and I think, you know, he's, he's punch selection. He's a bit more, um, you know, he took his time a little bit more. Yeah. Whether or not he learned from. I was going
0: to say, I think, yeah, because he's had that loss earlier on. In, yeah. You know, before Andrew did, I think yeah. maybe he's taken those lessons a bit earlier. Yeah. Um, and yeah, maybe we'll see a similar response. Yeah.
1: Well, um, you, you learn, you always learn from your losses. like, yeah. if, And, or I mean, if you don't, then I don't know, like. You, gonna, you're going to keep losing you're going to keep losing right <laughs> yeah but you know you know that's the difference if you can learn from your mistakes then you're only going to come back better you know um or come back so from your losses a loss is not always bad a loss like you know a lot of the top um pros who have lost have always come back better like, yeah look at, like you know, know aj or but it you used know, to, be, it used to wife,
0: be the sort of measure of a champion was sort of how they came back, back from, from. your know, adversity or a loss um and i think it's only really been in recent times where you know, you've had yeah i guess mayweather's a big part of that mm. was so much emphasis was put on that oh yeah and never losing it that's when we started seeing more and more of these you know carefully planned fights and yeah. career paths and um whereas i think it did used to be like yeah you can lose sometimes but if you can come back and beat someone who beat you yeah exactly. that shows how good you are yeah. you, know, you can improve and you can learn and change and yeah and grow from that so
1: i feel like there's not as much rematch as uh, these days then they no I mean like, I uh, unless TV. you're
0: unless you're unless you're Wilder Fury and it sounds like they just want to rematch for, yeah forever but I mean uh,
1: when you compare it to like you know the early 2000s or mm. the 90s they, like, I felt like there was a lot of you know you know a lot more trilogies a lot of rematches you know some four fights like it's just seemed like more yeah, common than it I is think instances.
0: you often only really see it if there's an upset now. Yeah. Yeah, when a, a rematch clause Me, like this exactly, is exercised.
1: Yeah. It's like too close and it's like, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I, I think if you were Andy Ruiz and you didn't have a rematch clause, you would have sat off into the sunset and, yeah. not, and not Fort Joshua again. Yeah. Um, you probably would have gone on Fort Wilder or something like yeah. that for, for big money in the States. Um so yeah, I mean I think yeah, fifty fifty off say from the Maloneys, but I think both impressive performances. Think, yeah. yeah, Jason just looked fantastic. I think Beautiful, he's yeah. yeah, he's gotta be looking for something big now. Yeah. Um I've yeah, I've seen a few few fighters dangled in front of him recently. I think Inoue was maybe mentioned yeah, as well. I saw that. Um, which would be very exciting risky really? but very exciting yeah. uh, if it was to happen
1: it'd be a great fight like i mean you surely know, i think
0: I'm, we could bring a new way to australia yeah i mean or? look
1: you know jason's got great defense and he's like you know he's nice and tight as well so i think um you know besides obviously the power thing you know i don't think it's it'd be still a competitive fight um
0: let's see if he can slay the monster
1: yeah exactly it's
0: um yeah i wonder if that if that would, i mean imagine he's he's got his base in the states now and, and impressed so maybe they'll keep him out there but yeah. it'd be good to bring a fight like that to australia yeah. if, if possible i'd certainly love to see a new way down here
1: would be crazy it
0: would be very exciting um so then you're yeah, looking forward um i guess the big announcement in australian boxing has been the announcement the re-announcement i guess of, of tim zoo and jeff horn um which got moved and is now going to be at the end of august 26 yeah. i think it is in townsville um so the card looked really exciting Yeah, we were talking about this earlier David Light and Nort Beauchamp were both taken off the card which you know two very exciting fighters yeah. um, we saw David Light beat Trent Broadhurst towards yep. the tail end of last year was it early this year um, and um, and obviously we've got um, Nort Beauchamp is just exciting to watch yeah. uh, coming from New Zealand so um, I think because of restrictions yeah, or flat restrictions. yeah they they've been taken off the card from New yeah so we've seen a few changes but there's still some really good fights on that card yeah main event aside we can talk about that shortly um one I'm really excited about um to say if it goes ahead with you know, borders closing as we speak uh, is Sam Arce and Cohen misszulia yes. um, I think sam yeah. hasn't fought for a long long time um I actually had an amateur fight on one of his um on one of his cards before um really really exciting uh fighter out of orange um you know, quick hands yeah. and um and there's a lot of hype around cohen as well so yeah. um i think that could could potentially steal the night that one um yeah. i know you've you've since seen, seen a bit from cohen and yeah
1: well i mean you know uh, me and cohen have been friends for a long time um he actually before I started fighting he used to hold pads for me oh, you okay. know? yeah yeah so actually cohen is actually the person that really got me into actually to fight. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, but like, you, you know, you're so good that like, you could probably like beat half of these girls. Like even, you know, all the novices, you smash them all. You should just box, just fight. And I'm like, oh, he goes, just do it. Goes, Don't be a pussy. Just do it. And you know, and um, so, I mean, honestly, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're fucking yeah. right. So then I did, I found a boxing gym And I, and um, I got in and fought. So I've got to thank Cohen. Oh, okay, you know, there you for, go. He, he was the one that um, really pushed me into yeah. actually having a fight and giving me that confidence to go, just go and do it. Yeah. Um, you know, he's
0: a good, And Cohen, he's, he's trained by Rodney Williams. He's as trained well, by Rodney so, Williams, yeah. yeah. He's got a great coach in his corner. And he now. has
1: a huge amateur career, amateur background. Um, you know, so he's... Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've trained, I've, I've trained with him. Um, his boxing IQ is brilliant. Um, he's, you know, only evolving more and more each fight. He did have that... Um, loss which was a bit of an you know an upset against yes. Sal's uh i can't say his name yeah
0: neither can i sir
1: but, but yeah um that that kind of fight but then he came back and he fought in oh god fiji maybe and he had a good fight there
0: yes where was, was that fiji um, or
1: papua new guinea or yeah. one of those countries yeah
0: i know i know um
1: but yeah and he you know he came back from that um and he's you know you learn like again you learn from your losses mm. and he's very um he's he's realized what you know it takes Um, he the mistakes that he made into that fight that he lost, and not taking things so seriously, and not being all about you've got to live and breathe it. Yeah. And he's got the skill and he's got the talent, he's got the mindset, you know, and I just see a whole new Cohen. So I'm really excited to see him in there, you know, like I said, I've seen him through the amateurs, I've been good friends with him, so I'm, I'm very excited to see him. I haven't seen the other guy much, so that you have you have to... Yeah, well, him. I know, yeah,
0: so he definitely hasn't fought for a while, Sam, but um, yeah. yeah, so he certainly was very exciting to watch um, back then, and I'm sure uh, if, it's, uh, if he's making a comeback, yeah. hopefully the hunger is there. Um, another fight I think which people are excited about is Kai McKenzie and yeah. um, Steve Spark. so um,
1: well, Kai's fight's always
0: Exactly, exciting. Yes, yeah, he'll he make a boring fight. What was fight that exciting. fight that he had against um,
1: uh, Francis
0: Chua. Yeah, those yeah, fights. Everybody loves the fights. They love those Chua. fights. Yeah. Excellent fights. Um, yeah. His first, yeah, his first fight with Chua on the Mundine Horn undercard yeah. was, um, it was great. It was obviously a massive upset. Yeah. Um, but
1: when I've ne-
0: never seen a man more excited about a win than Francis Chua that night. It was, it was awesome.
1: And the rematch was insane.
0: Yeah and it was he's and uh I was like just
1: give and take the whole time.
0: Yeah he's, he's just so fit um, both of them in yeah. that fight but um Francis is so strong fit and strong. Yeah. Um for someone who only boxes you know part time yeah. it's, it's it crazy. It was like battle
1: of the hearts like that one yeah. like you know because it was it, sometimes it was like fucking don't you worry about defense Yeah yeah and that's yeah. it's
0: it's not going to be it's not going to make for a long career but no, make for an exciting yeah.
1: one. I mean the fans love it. Yeah yeah I, exactly. I mean look, Kai's very um he's skilled he, he doesn't have to fight like that. But, um, And I think, know. yeah,
0: he showed that in the rematch that when he needed to, he moved yeah. into sort of boxing, boxing mode yeah. and, and that's that's what got him over the line. Um, so, yeah, he's avenged that loss because going into that first Chua yeah. fight, he was, you know, looking at being on the cusp of a world title. That's or, right, yes. or, yeah. Yeah, there was even talk of, you know, yeah yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I think... Um, yeah, he'll, if he picks up a win against Steve Spark, who's got a load of um, a load of sort of local and regional belts, um, it'll do him wonders. i imagine in the rankings. Yeah, yeah. He's obviously got some good um, connections in the WBO, so they've managed to keep his ranking the in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed could be big things there. Um, yeah, it's an exciting weight division in Australia. Uh, there's a few, you know, a few good fighters around that weight. Yeah. Um, some that don't like to be mentioned in others. Um, presence and names but yeah. um i think uh, yeah liam wilson hasn't got an opponent yet yeah, he'll be very excited so, to watch
1: yeah i'm, I'm, I'm spilling about that one because liam wilson is definitely one of my um, favorite australian prospects at the moment like he's blows me away every single time
0: The last knockout was yeah that left hook wasn't it yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah oh, it
0: was whoo. yeah that was a big one that was that, <laughs> that was, that was, the was biggest, like a yeah. huge
1: upset and that like put his you know the world on notice like about liam wilson yes
0: yeah that's so, right so um um, yeah. yeah so great undercard um before we on to the main event there's been a lot of talk I think we were messing about this this morning just with regards to the new fight that was announced uh, Lynn Sandstrom and Jessica Cashman yeah. two uh, female debutants um so yeah I personally know Lynn from um Bondi boxing um, don't know Jessica but there's been mixed reception yeah. to say to say the least um, yeah. from from fans and um yeah I guess people within sort of amateur circles yeah. Um, yeah, I know. There's a lot of girls at the moment thinking about making that transition, yeah. and um, I think we've seen yeah, Sky Nicholson and some yeah. other fairly prominent names in, prominent, the, yeah, in yeah. the in the sort of amateur side of the game here. Speak up and say that maybe there were other people they would like to see those yeah, opportunities go to. What, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, my thoughts. I mean, when I first saw it, I kind of couldn't believe it, just because um, again, there's so many, there's so many, there's so much talent. Um, that could be on the card, you know, that it was confusing to why they would pick these two girls. Um, So, you know, um, honestly, I just think, um, and like I've said, I just hope that they put on a really good performance for women's boxing. Um, I don't, you know, wish bad on anyone. Um, I know that I think that Uproar a lot of the time was calling them amateur stars when you've got people that are actually legitimate, have Mm. titles and all these kind of things. Um, You know... In the end, it's boxing, and um, sometimes it's who you know, and I think that it's a great opportunity um, for both of them. I mean, you know, if they're going to come and say, if, if Lynn gets the opportunity and she's able to get it, why not? Who cares what people think? Um, and same with Cashman, you know, if she gets the offer and they say, you're not going to say no to it. even Yeah, know. yeah, exactly. Um, I think
0: criticising the fighters, if someone calls you and says, Do you want to be on the Horn Zoo undercard? Exactly. You're going to say I yes. I
1: mean, I'm sure that it was their teams putting forward saying, hey, we want to be on it. Um, and if it's up to the promoters, they if they've actually watched the footage and know anything about the fighters, and they still want to put the fights on, then that's up to the promoter. Yeah. And in the end, I, all I say is I just um, I really do hope that it's a good performance because every unfortunately not like the men, but with the women, every female that gets in the ring is a representation of female boxing.
0: Yeah, especially when that's, there's so many so few. Female so fights. few.
1: Yeah, and we're still trying to get the respect. We're still trying. We're not like the UFC. We're still trying to prove that um, females can box. We're still trying to prove that, hey, we're, we're just as good as the men. Um, and so every fight that gets in there, uh, you know, it reflects all of us mm-hmm. women um, because we're still not, it's not, still not proven. Um, the USA and and um, the UK are putting on some really great fighters. Yeah. We've got some great talent. There has been showcase, some
0: great, great female yeah, fights recently that, in the States.
1: They, yeah, that they showcase, um, which is gaining, which is showing people overseas and showing us, hey, girls can, girls can box. Problem is, boxing's not that big in Australia. And if you're going to put a fight on TV then you'd want it to be some top-level opponents, a top-level yeah. um, um, fights just like the men's. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm sure with the guys, there's a lot of talent, and then you go and put on a debuer or, you know, like, a for example, um, two kind of, I don't know, one, one a debuer you're trying to build against, you know, what you call a journeyman, and it's just a shut-out show, mm. then, you know, we don't want to see that on TV. You do those in your club shows. Yeah. You know, on the TV, on the pay-per-view shows, you put on good-quality fights. You know, imagine being an experienced um, fighter, and then you see that this person's getting on, um, you know, and you're thinking, well, why would why would you want to showcase that? I and mean, that's where it is. But you know, I, like I said, I haven't seen um, the girls since last year in the amateurs um if we're going off the amateur stuff then yeah i mean it's 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 not you know it's not crazy like wow this is going to be a great fight mm. but they've, you know it's been COVID they've got six months they've been training so hopefully they've been putting their heads down and and, and they've grown and they've improved and they're going to put on a great show for us um and if not then that's okay um we just got to keep we're to keep trying and keep proving ourselves as women unfortunately so yeah
0: and i think like I say, recently there's been a slew of you know fantastic female fights, yeah, uh, particularly well, got, over in the states. Yeah. Um, and I think what we've seen is you know pe- people putting records on the line, people yeah, taking definitely. challenges. And that's the
1: thing um, about females or about women's boxing. Women's boxing is there's not a big pool. There's not there's not a, um, a wide um, variety of, of people to choose from. So we have to fight each other. We have to go up and down two, three weight classes. Mm. You know the guys don't have to do that because there's so many options for them to fight. You know, but with the girls you don't have many options so you're going to have to fight each other you can't keep dodging each other yeah you know and you're going to have to go up or down if you want to get fights and it's the same thing i think you know the bit of the uproar is is you know obviously if the, the olympics being postponed you've had a lot of people drop out of the olympics um and now turn pro um you know some some great amateurs um you got Vivian ruiz who wanted to get on yep. that card she was a legitimate a legitimate Australian champion yeah, yeah. a legitimate very,
0: um, and very exciting to watch it's
1: very exciting to watch um, you know you got Taylor, um, Taylor Robinson again you know Commonwealth Games medalist um, you know great amateur career you know and they're still looking I think she's had one fight but they're, they're, they're debut, but they're very experienced in the amateurs they've mm. they got legitimate titles they're, um, they're legitimate you know boxers so you know if you're going to put on a female card put on experienced girls you would think yes. to show that, showcase women's boxing but you know like that's just the looks of it but you know yeah
0: and and I, and I guess the, to play devil's outfit from the promoter's side and it's people put his eyes in the there really. yeah they I are think, promoters so they are going to call them exactly, amateur stars you know, and they maybe, are going to build it up yeah, yeah they're yeah. not going to go oh here's an average fight for you to watch exactly. it's their job to build that up you know
1: Lynn, Lynn Sandstrom has a really big um, Instagram following
0: that's very true
1: um, I mean also well, does Taylor, Taylor Robinson you know she's got 20k or something like this so I mean this is how they promote it's all about promotion and, and marketing and um yeah, that's just, that's just how it is. But, you know, um, I would love to be in a show. I put my name up for it. Um, I gave them opponents, but um didn't happen. But I'm not really the kind of person to be salty. I'm the kind of person that's say, hey, what will we'll be, will be. And I get my chance and I'm doing my thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's just hopefully everyone gets the opportunities and, and, you know, whatever happens with this fight, We'll see, I suppose, and then we'll go from
0: there. That's it. Yeah, I think let's um, hold the criticism. If the fight's terrible, then you know we we can re-vis- yeah, I mean, revisit it then. Know, but we're for now,
1: he, we're assuming here that it's going to be terrible because of what we know of the of the, the backgrounds of the amateurs. Like we, oh, because that's what we're assuming. Yeah, but you know, you don't know until you get in there. Like, you know, you, like I said, they've been working hard. And the pros can, is
0: a different game as well. The pros yeah, is things, very different. You things can be, do change. You
1: can be, you know, bad in the, in the amateurs and then be really good in the pros, you know. It, it just, it, it depends. So, you know, you can criticize and everyone can and, and can judge, but, you know, let's, let's hold the judgment and let's hold the criticism until the fight. Once the fight's done, then everyone can have their
0: say. Proof's in the pudding. We'll, uh, proof's in the pudding. We'll, we'll revisit you know, this, I'm they sure, might, They might early they might. September.
1: Yeah, well, they might shock us or shock everyone and, and prove everyone wrong. And, and I hope that they do for, for, for Women's Boxing Australia. I really do hope that they do.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed. And, yeah. um, and then the main event is of obviously course. the one that everyone's excited about. Um, everyone in Australia is really, I guess, seeing this, or a lot of people seeing this as potentially a passing of the torch. Yeah. Um, yeah, if if Tim was to look very impressive and and to really beat Jeff
1: yeah.
0: down, then yeah. I think that's how it would certainly be yeah. perceived. Um, yeah, he's certainly the exciting sort of mercurial new talent. Um, yeah, Jeff Warren's only had 23 fights, yeah. but he he seems like he's been around for so yeah. much longer. Um, obviously, former world title holder, yeah. and been there and done that. Fought Terence Crawford in the states, so beat
1: um, yeah. So he's yeah. been there. He's beat been there. Rafa, he's been. He's been in there.
0: Yeah, and then there's a fights as well. Were good d- yeah. domestic fights. He's yes. come back. He came back and fought someone and beat someone who beat beat him down. Beat him down. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, so
0: that takes a lot, and that shows a lot of mental mental. Strength. Exactly.
1: Well, that's the thing that he would have learnt from that is you have to be. It's not a game. Boxing's not. You know, mm. you can't fuck around. It's not. It's not. You know, it's something you play, and you know that. Yeah. You know, and he admitted that that like his preparation for it, he underestimated him or because he, he went up in a way he wasn't as you know strict with his eating mm. and he didn't. You know, and it just—it was just a different mindset, and then it just proved that the second fight he realised that you can't fucking do that. Like, you can't—you can't go into a fight with that kind yeah. of mindset. You can't go into fight. Every fight it doesn't matter. You have to train like like the champion you are, and if you don't, it gets come—it comes out under those bright lights, you know. Yeah, so, absolutely. And I think um, Jeff Horn. I think he has a—I mean, I'm not—he has like up and down with that mentality. I think that um, um, what's his the coach's hunger. name? Uh, yeah. Glenn uh, Rushton. Rushton, sorry. Yeah, I think like he's, what I've heard, that he's really good about that kind of mindset and that, that getting in, the, in their heads, like, mm. you know, kind of...
0: No, he loves the game plan. Yeah, he loves okay. all that kind of stuff.
1: So, you know, if, if um, Horn's been able to stay motivated, which has been very hard, I mean, talking to myself even, it is hard to stay motivated for all this COVID stuff, um, then it could look like a really exciting fight. I know that Tim, Tim's mindset's second to none. He's just like his dad. I mean, so he portrays okay. that he's very like yeah. that. Yeah, laser know?
0: focus, isn't it? He's
1: super focus, laser focus. And um, that's what he comes across as. So, But he hasn't been put in deep waters yet at all.
0: Yeah, and that, I think that is the thing. I mean, he's looked good every time he's stepped up. Yeah. But this is probably the biggest but, step. But he's, he's never
1: looked, personally for me, I've never gone, wow. Mm. Like... I mean, then, I'm, I'm impressed by his by his accuracy. I'm impressed by his distance control. But there's still things that you know you question. You're like, okay, well, that was good, but you know, like that's against that guy. Like, I don't know if you can get away with that stuff against a, a proper opponent, you know, or like a you know a better a, a opponent yeah. or, or whatever, like a puncher. So I think that um, I think that Jeff Horn's really gonna um, gonna test him. He's gonna be a huge test for him because not only is Jeff Horn strong, he's awkward. Yes, you know yeah, so it, it's you know when when they're awkward that's that's makes it really hard as well so he's strong he's awkward he's rough he's a little bit dirty, you know and um and Tim's very clean and sharp so it just comes down to how he's gonna handle that that strength and that ruggedness because his past opponents haven't had that strength they haven't had that ruggedness, you know what I mean so yeah, he yeah. hasn't might he's a bit like his dad doesn't mind and he takes a couple of hits to you know like
0: Take, take one to give he one.
1: Does, you know? Yeah, I
0: think I could see that becoming a bit of a tear up in the middle rounds. Yeah, um, and I know it's well documented that Jeff's eighth round is just no, a the ter- night is it the ninth? Yeah. Is it? <coughs> so who knows if they'll have something planned you know, to maybe turn yeah. it up in that round? Or mm. um but I think yeah, you know, deep waters maybe where Tim wants to take that towards the end and and maybe question how much work Jeff's been putting on the road exactly uh, during COVID and yeah. with his young family there yeah. now and um they say it's hard to get up and train in your silk pajamas so it's yeah and he is certainly in silk pajama land these days (laughs) so um, I'm really excited about that and I kind of sway week to week where I think it's going to go um I just I think if if the the top top performance for me the one comes out they'll they'll take it yeah whoever's Um, yeah I feel that so really I think I could awkward. see Jeff. I could see Jeff just being too strong and yeah. too wily awkward. and yeah. awkward and not
1: un- unpredictable.
0: Yeah, if you speak to people that trained at spy with Jeff. They'd say it's like the most frustrating yeah, day and, he, and ugly, and, and just uh, horrible. They just come yeah. out frustrated yeah, yeah. and hating. <laughs> yeah.
1: <it. laughs> yeah, and uh, I can see that. You know, you can see that in the fights. Um, you know, pre pre COVID, I was all Jeff Horn. I'm like Tim's not ready for this. You know, um, I don't think he, like I don't think he he is. I do think it's a big step up mm. for, for Tim. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, but now. You know, with COVID, and knowing Tim's mindset and that young hunger, I feel like possibly he could have. You know, he would. I, I know that he wouldn't have switched off at all. Yeah. Where Horn, I'm. A, I'm a, I question, question it. You yeah, know, yeah, I feel. think so, absolutely, and
0: and I think Tim's physique as well has changed in the last probably eighteen yeah. months, and he's become a, a man. Yeah. Um, and he just looks a lot more solid yeah. than he did, yeah, when he was younger and when yeah. he was putting things together. So. There's that time when you just take that extra step.
1: Yeah. Well, I hear everyone that spars Tim has always compliments it so much, just that his timing is beautiful. His distance controls, he's sharp, he's accurate. You don't see his punches coming because they're just mm. so... Like, he doesn't telegraph or he's not wild. They're just sharp and accurate. Yeah. So, you know, like, you, you can't... It's like you don't see them coming and it's and it's, and it's it's annoying because of that. You mm. know, it's like, shit, where'd that come from? You know what I mean? So that's what I've heard from this feedback of and Tim. Um... You know, so yeah, I think
0: long time sparring partner of Mateo Tapia, who yeah. who we had on the podcast. Shout out Mateo if you're yeah, listening. Yeah, um, So yeah, been so quiet th- lately. yeah. Well, I think everyone's been quiet yeah, lately, true, haven't yeah. they? So and hopefully we'll, we'll start to see things back. Um, so we'll take a bit of a break there. When we come back, we'll just be looking um, looking ahead to some other fights that are coming up. Um, and then I know there's a fight last week that you wanted to talk about. Oh yes. Uh, so- Hi there guys, this is Tommy Watt from Punches from the Pods, just asking you to please subscribe and like the podcast, wherever you pick it up from, Apple or Google, and please share with anyone if you're enjoying it, and make sure that they subscribe as well, all your help is much appreciated, thanks guys. Hello and welcome back, uh, thanks for rejoining us, um, so before the break we were talking about um, Tim Zhu and Jeff Horn. Um another fight card that's been recently announced uh, here in Australia comes from Ace Boxing um, who are actually trying to do two cards in one day which is uh, ambitious um, so there's a pro-am on from midday um, a pro card on from 6:45 45 or 7 at eaton's hill hotel uh first weekend of september uh and that is headlined by tyson best and, and dan kennedy um dan who trains i think out of manly um yeah. so near near book, to us book, book, uh,
1: book, uh, boxing gym, isn't it?
0: yeah i thought it was it wasn't manly fight club for yeah. a while but um top lad dan um saw him win his new south wales title over at um club punch bowl Uh, a little while ago Um, so I think that will probably be a a really good fight and I think um, yeah I think probably the reason they've got two cards on is they just probably can't get the venue that often trying to make the most of it and if if you're only going to have half a crowd there you might as well double up on the amount of times you can get people through the door Mm -hmm. and kind of make up the money that way so maybe we'll see a bit more of that but just in general, I think it's really good to see boxing coming back. Yeah. and um, Yeah. To, Seems all, to be all the promoters. The, yeah. The
1: only state that's doing it standard. Yeah. Queensland yeah. is just the best best state for combat sports in Australia. It's always been ahead of us. I think um, mm. ahead of everywhere. So.
0: Yeah. yeah I was then, saying, it always enjoyed my trips and up Melbourne there.
1: Melbourne too, but Melbourne's in shutdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, Melbourne's down. <laughs> not gonna have many. Uh, Melbourne's much, diseased. Much on for, <laughs> yeah. for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah we staying away from any shows that open in Melbourne anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully these shows can go ahead. I know so we've just heard that the border is going to be closed for New South Wales yeah. and Queensland, but hopefully by then that won't be the case, so we can get up to that. When is it? 5th of September. Oh, September. Yeah, oh, so the week okay. after Zoo Horn. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully not having to smuggle myself up to Queensland <laughs> for those. Um, maybe we'll look at some sort of hosting party in New South Wales if we have to. Um, so, um, yeah, really excited about that. And then over in the UK, um, we're seeing the first weekend of the... Um, matchroom fight camp yes. uh, from Eddie Hearn feels um, like it's
1: take been taking ages there. No, we've,
0: we've heard about it for a while We're like
1: ages I'm like uh, when is this happening so now we've got the first
0: one <laughs> so I think there's one every week now if I'm there not. is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, opened up with uh, Egg and Cheese Sam Eagleton yes. and Ted Cheeseman which I think is going to be a great fight um, obviously I guess for anyone outside the UK a lot of these names won't mean much um, but yeah you can get onto BoxRec have a look um, you can see these are all pretty well matched cards yeah Um
1: Really, that that, that fight's going to be really competitive and in all that war yes. between those yeah. two. So that's definitely going to be a fight if you want to watch. It's a great opener, I think. Yeah, um, Sam
0: Ergington has the longest arms of anyone yeah. I've ever seen as well. So, um, yeah, it'll be really, really exciting. Um, and then I think elsewhere on the card, Jordan Gill and Reese Bellotti um, will be very exciting. And then you've got um, a couple of you know, fairly decent British heavyweights. Um, in fabio wardley and and simon valini so i think that would be another one that's worth watching um but i guess the most exciting thing about fight camp starting is that in four weeks time after that we have white pavetkin yes um which yes i think dylan white and (laughs) pavetkin fighting in a garden this is yeah this is quite exciting yeah um you know here in heavyweights with no yep. crowd punching yeah. breathing I think yes. um,
1: and like proper heavyweights like punching like Dylan a punch yes so. yes yeah,
0: so I'm very very excited about all of that um, what do you think about the whole fight camp idea In I guess something had to be done yeah. to get fights going guess, again
1: you know what I think it's you know um, hats off to Eddie Hearn it's innovative um, you know why not he has the money he has the land just do he it you has the land, I, think, yeah. um, I think you know it's it's like if you can do it why not obviously in Vegas and you know the top rank they've, they've, they've done it their way um, but yeah I think it's great I think it brings a little bit more excitement to the whole thing um,
0: it's certainly something new isn't it yeah
1: it's definitely something new and it's something different and who knows maybe um, he will might keep it going and do some kind of more like venue stuff there and make
0: yeah it. or maybe they do their next gen cards there yeah, where they bring yeah maybe the young fighters or... um,
1: but yeah I think it's excellent and, you know and Eddie Hearn's great at matching fights he's got some amazing um, excellent cards Um, you know, the female cards that he's got, he's got, um, Terry Harper vs. Um, Tasha Jonas. Yes, we've got the the rematch between Katie Taylor and yeah. Delphine Pursoon
0: Which I yeah, and I've, on, and I've been wanting on, to see that for a while. The, uh, the rematch. Yeah, just because I thought the first yeah. fight is the only time she's looked in trouble.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, she. Uh, I mean, that's. I think that she's a co-main event of Dylan. Dylan yes. And, yeah. And
0: Provoc- but it's strange that they've just stacked that card so heavily. When yeah. I think she could have that could headline another one. Her own. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, her, the first fight with Persoon was just like.
1: And there's one thing. Action. Yeah. Very, there's one thing like i'm i'm loving obviously about eddie hearn is that he's put you know the um terry terry harper and um chasha jonas as the main as a main event um where you got these top rank guys they're claiming for breaking new things you know um mm. because they these girls are getting their the Again, main just, events but it's only because things have fallen through you know so yeah. um where eddie's kind of actually being innovative actually really does support women's boxing and puts them from the get-go as the headliners um
0: yeah well, I, was, I just saw an interview with with eddie last week and he was saying that um you know, one of the reasons he loves working with female fighters is yeah, you know, what we touched on earlier that he'll ring them up and say do you want this fight and no one ever says no it's no always, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely get me it give exactly. me the hardest fight so and like
1: he says they're gonna take it's gonna take over he thinks it's gonna could take over because of that um and i and i the reason i and I think that happens is because of what I said. You know, like why mm. you can't say no. You just, you know what I mean. Like,
0: and it's and it's still it's new. It's it, in a way. Yeah. You know, so it's not if it's not and mainstream yet, yeah, it's exactly yeah, slightly exciting just for that.
1: Yeah, and you know, um, females have always never worried about like women have never always worried about the losses. Like you look in history, you know, um, and it's always been the top girls of you know the world champions. A lot of them have lost. Like. You know, yeah. but they put in the work and they're, they're persevering. You know, they're champions so. and
0: often come back. Come back, to, yeah, to win it again.
1: You know, there's no problem with with the losses. So
0: yeah, and I think just so we had to touch on it at some point, just while we're on the subject of yep. women's boxing, I guess it did uh, <clears throat> take a bit of a step back. Or reputation was damaged a little bit this weekend in oh, some yes. way, just with um, Tanesia Estrada's uh, KO within seven, seven seconds, KO. seconds of the first round. Uh, pr- I'm sure anyone with instagram or twitter would have seen the video by now but mismatches like that i guess yeah. are just the opposite of what we need
1: yeah exactly you know it doesn't look good at all um and that's kind of what a lot of like the australian boxing um have done i think especially mm. with women's you see that a lot and it was actually the reason why women's boxing was banned in australia because yeah, yeah, there were mis- mismatches back that. in the you know early 2000 or early 20- early 90s or something, i can't remember. There was a huge mismatch, and then women's boxing got um, banned because, or combat sports, and it's because it's, it doesn't look good, you know, especially not for women. It's a bit different now, obviously, but I mean, it doesn't look good for anyone. No one wants to see those kind of fights. Um, you know, it's nothing against Estrada. You know, she's there, yeah. she's, it's her job. She goes there to get paid. You know, why not? go in there and get the job done as soon as possible, get your money, you know, like you're not going to say no to being on TV and getting paid. Mm. If that's the, if that's the opponent they put in front of you, you know, they had four weeks notice. So apparently. yeah. So
0: and four weeks, I guess there's always, there is always reasons and excuses, but they, yeah. you know, there's someone's job title yeah. is matchmaker. And that's, exactly. yeah. And,
1: and you mean, look, if you look on, if you look on paper, you're going to look back at Boxer and go, oh, okay. That girl's five and over five KOs. So you think it's going to be good. You don't realize that who knows those five KOs the, you know, obviously the girl looked like she'd never even got into boxing stands before in her life. Yeah,
0: it looked very she uncomfortable and
1: no idea. Like it was like she hadn't ever been hit before. I mean, obviously she has, but um, yeah, apparently her husband is her manager and her trainer. So you know, on both sides, I think they just saw it as a cash cash opportunity. So you wouldn't say no. Um, but yeah, again, it's it is a bit damaging to. Damaging to women's boxing.
0: Yeah, but then I guess, again, sort of playing devil's advocate on that. I mean, if there was a mismatched men's fight, we wouldn't necessarily jump on it and say, oh, yeah, men's boxing, shit. So no, I think we have to still kind of that's the
1: problem with rem- that's
0: remember the problem. that when we see a bad fight in yeah. the women's game, it's not representative. And and it's, exactly, and that's
1: what I was saying We before. see terrible
0: men's fights and that's all the I, time.
1: Exactly, and that's what I was saying before, is that unfortunately every female that stems in those rings and, showca- in, and, and is publicly um, showcased, unfortunately represents all female boxers um the males don't have that because they've been boxing and you know so to speak prove themselves that they could fight for so many years that it's not like that when they jump in they represent themselves yeah possibly yeah, representing true, their country yeah. but you know in the end they're representing themselves you don't look at that and go oh boxing shit because that was shit mm. you look at females they do a shit shit um performance or you get a shitty mismatch and you're like oh look women's boxing sucks like you know and it's because of this so you know it's like, do you, as a, as an athlete and as a, say, someone that's representing women's boxing, do you say no to these fights because, um, you know, of how it's going to be represented? And, you know, you think, okay, if you're going to finish it like that, it's going to look bad for women's boxing. Or do you just, you know, it's business. You take, you pay, take the pay. You end know, it yeah. as soon as possible. You don't get paid overtime. There's no point of playing with your food, you know? And that's what she did. What's the point of her fucking around with it?
0: Yeah, know? yeah, she gets paid the same if it's seven seconds or seven rounds. Exactly. Guess, so.
1: so, you know, um,. It is what it is, but yeah, like you said, you know, it's the matchmaking, it's the promotions, it's all that kind of stuff. You know, it's everything like that. So, yeah, you, I can't, you know, you can't really blame the girls, you can't blame the fighters. It's the, it's the teams around it.
0: Yeah, exactly, and um, I think, like I say, that someone's job title is matchmaker, isn't it? Someone is paid to to make those. Yeah, it just make I those it, matches.
1: It sucks, like at the at the level that Estrada is. She's, you know world champion like you know like she's got you know she, she there, there should be obviously there to be levels. people willing
0: to take that fight yeah you know there's like there's, there's
1: levels you know but um yep in the end it's with COVID yeah. a strange time it is it is you we won't i mean honestly, on it if it was me and that was all that was all i could get i would take it you know i've had i've had the same thing with you know week notice and these things you just take the fights sometimes it's better to take the fights get the pay get it out of the way and just you know, like yeah, and that's the thing to remember as know, well. It's, not, it's still someone's job at the end of the day. It's still someone's job, it? exactly. Yeah. It's like okay, yeah, you want to impress the fans and, and all that kind of stuff, which she did, because you know maybe some people couldn't finish it that fast. Like she was so precise, like you know, mm. you know. um But we, in the end, yeah, yeah, she's, she's, got <laughs> yeah she's got bills to pay, <laughs> and yeah, got bills to pay. She can't and not COVID, take a fight. It's and gonna no be easy being able to get fights, and you can't fight. So if you can get a fight in this time, you can get on TV, um, and you let your knockout go viral, then hey. So, so yeah, I know.
0: so everyone knows who she is right now. Exactly. Um, and yeah, and, you know, speaking of impressive performances, um, I know you wanted to touch on uh, Virgil yes. Ortiz Jr. Um, and his performance last weekend. Yeah, it was last yeah, weekend. Yeah. yeah, all the weekend passed, um, yeah. Uh So, you know, again, against Sam Vargas, very, yeah. very experienced yeah. operator, very, very tough individual. Um, never been knocked down. Yeah, and, and didn't really want to go down no. <laughs> <eating> against Ortiz. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, really, really impressive win. He's only 16-0 and 0 now, but 16 knockouts. Yeah. Um, just really, really impressive. Yeah. So what, what have you been most impressed with?
1: Well, you know what, I've been a fan of Virgil since probably, I, I think, after his third fight maybe is when I re- realised him. Um, and you'll hear it on our podcast, I think, like our first or second podcast when I was asked who my favourite fighters are. Um, I always mention, mention Virgil Ortiz as one of my favourite uppercutters um, or fighters so i'm always excited to watch him fight um i've also watched him um develop from his first few fights obviously to now his first few fights he just used to go in and not be as patient and just mm. you know like just try and take him out which he did of course um but now you know slowing down picking those punches his punch selection is beautiful his body i love his body shots you know it's still
0: yeah so it's still very aggressive still very aggressive
1: like, yeah but yeah i mean but now there's a it's lot. not as
0: much so everything in the kitchen so yeah the kitchen. he has a
1: big amateur um a huge amateur uh background as well um you know and his power like um like i was saying to you before i think um i have talked to his father you know he trains him virgil or his senior and some of the stuff he's giving me some good tips so um you know i can just see who he's got training him and the stuff that he gets told you don't get told mm. you know like they're, they're doing things that i would never think you know and um and they're really just you know super exciting um it seems like you know that was a step. That was another step up for him, um, and now they're talking about him obviously being because it was such an impressive um, win against obviously a very experienced and you know and he's no pushover.
0: Yeah, um, the, uh, yeah. Um,
1: Vargas. So now you know they're in the talks for. Um him being in a not such a prospect in a but a true contender for the water weights. So. Yeah, and I think
0: often Vargas has been seen as one of those gatekeepers where yeah, yeah he's won five losses before that, I think. Yeah. So yeah, anyone that has beaten him I think has gone on to fight for a world title. Yeah. So he's very much seen as He's it's, like a test. He's like yeah, a yeah, the test. sort of acid test, the yeah. gatekeeper to that level yeah. of opponent. Um and I think, yeah, sixty no, but there's no point in waiting if you're taking people apart like Sam Vargas. Yeah. Then it's time to step it up. Uh, maybe go for something uh, a bit bigger um, and see uh, what the rest of the division's saying. But easier said than done at the moment. Of course, uh, yeah. Like I say, opportunities are few and few and far between. Um, so, uh, but speaking of opportunities, I know you've been taking some opportunities during uh, during COVID to uh, open up some new re- revenue streams. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so I, I saw one of your things, one of your tweets that got picked up last week and ended yeah. up going. Um, Going around the world, yeah. Um, So you've gone into the uh, the business of of selling 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 socks.
1: Yeah, selling uh, my dirty training socks. Um, It's quite funny because I mean we're good at I don't know. Like I'm pretty sure I've talked to some of the other girls like around the world, you know, and and we do get it. It's 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 a real thing. This um, wanting you know training socks or dirty socks or sock feet or uh, pictures (laughs) of your feet, and you know it's it's this thing. And I just thought you know and honestly like at first um, I did it for the dance. You know, i I'd thought, do it for the money, to be honest. I mean, yeah, as in, like, I, I mean, like, posting it, like, I could have just kept it to myself. Yeah, You yeah. know, I could have just said, oh, I just, I didn't, you know, and just not said anything about it, taking my $900 or £500, <laughs> and just being like, you know, kept it on a download. But I thought, you know what, this is going to be, like, uh, it's going to be good news, like, it's going to be funny, um, people are going to have fun with it, and, and maybe, you know, like, um, what's so bad about it, you know? So, I don't think there was anything about it, I thought it was really funny. My um, tweet, you know, I did say I love British fans. I've always said I love my British fans. Um And I love them even more now because they're just, you know, giving me money for yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and it's s- pretty
0: risky. I mean, imagine if, uh, if if his wife comes in and chucks him in the washing basket. Oh, I know, 500 pounds down the drain. Yeah, you're like, don't wash those socks. <laughs> and, <how long? laughs> and I'm no expert, but they can't last forever. No, so well, you know, especially you might have it depends on what he's using them for as think you've well. You've got recurring revenue there. It depends it, yeah. <laughs> I can only yeah you can only surely you can only sniff a pair of socks for so yeah, long yeah yeah I'm sure, yeah I'm pretty sure he might
1: be doing more than sniffing them to be honest <laughs> but um <laughs> but um no it was really good it um it obviously got me a lot of exposure making that tweet um and <laughs> you know I've got like five or six articles r- globally um and a lot more sock uh requests and and um pi- even just pictures of socks do people care
0: what brand sock it is no, is that no, important no. So, and do people prefer a long sock and yeah, ankle sock yeah well I think it the... just it
1: depends you know um <laughs> Yeah, you know, beggars can't be choosers, right? <laughs> but um, no, like I mean, since that honestly, since that even since that tweet, which got almost a million engagements in less than a less than a day, um, I've got like eight thousand pounds, so like nearly sixteen thousand dollars worth of um, offers in my in my requests. From that, so need, I mean, and you hey, might,
0: and you need a new sock sponsor. Yeah,
1: like, right. Yeah, I actually, sponsored by socks. I did pick up a sock
0: sponsor.
1: <laughs> Clean, <laughs> yeah. I did green socks.
0: Okay, they say, Tell some. I need some socks.
1: Um, shout out to them. Thanks for the socks. I'm gonna need more of them. Um, but yeah, um it's it's been good and it's been a good banter. And now it's like a running joke, which is great. Like I mean, if you go on my Twitter, you can check out the post and see all the banter and um all the all the funny gifts and everyone tagging in their mates um trying to trying to figure out who who it was um
0: so maybe that's uh maybe we've worked out why mike tyson never had socks all when he came to the ring maybe you know, this, yeah, uh, yeah. Missed, yeah yeah it's female fans yeah i feel like <laughs> it's
1: not really a female thing i was funny i saw some um i mick conlon i think he posted my my tweet and was like he was gonna sell his he's going hey i got socks and i got a, um, a dirty a v strap if you want that as well um, no takers. Yeah, no, yeah. You said yeah, I was no selling
0: for fifty no pounds. One, <laughs> no one's ever asked me. I have to admit. So maybe it isn't mainly a male it's thing. It's a male thing,
1: but um, yeah, no. I mean, look, it's, it's it was honestly um, it was for it was for a laugh, and, and I mean, it's turned into a bit of a cash opportunity. So hey, ladies, yeah. don't be embarrassed. It's not like it's panties or it's not like it's nudes. It's definitely um, um you know it's not like uh only fans. It's literally uh, dirty socks. <laughs> it's so, 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 yeah. only socks. It just makes it funny, you know.
0: Yeah, and, and I guess that part of a larger plan for yourself is yeah. to eventually get yourself over to the uk oh, so it of seems course. to where you've got the biggest fan base so yeah yeah um and every little helps there yeah uh, yeah
1: definitely i mean um pretty much since i've always knew, known that british boxing was big i'm a big fan of british boxing i'm also a big fan of the fans you know no matter what sport the british are huge fans of oh yes sport. even yeah, the football darts. <laughs> yeah darts yeah darts football boxing whatever um and so I was always like, you know what, I want to fight over there. And then when I went to the Tyson Fury Wilder fight in Vegas, and I seen how crazy mm. the British fans were there, I was like, that's it. I, I need this. I, I want these guys. Um, and yeah, and it's, it's I'm blessed that you know I have s- such a huge fan base in in um in UK, and they they're legit. Like they're loyal. Um, and they just they they're amazing. And so I want to go over there and um fight for them. You know, I want to fight for my fans. That's what I want to do. I want to fight for them. You know, in Australia, it's it's, it's it's not big, you mm. know. My fans are, are other are fellow boxers, are fellow you know female boxers or amateur boxers or or whatever. It's not like a you know. I've got a f- obviously normal boxing yeah. fans, but it's, it's it's definitely not the yeah, same.
0: Yeah, if you go to the, the average sort of boxing night here, half of those members. Have a membership to a, jo- a boxing gym. like yeah. Half the people in the crowd will be members of boxing. Yeah, it's gyms. not big,
1: you know. Uh, Where like if you
0: go to a fight in the UK, none of those people are going to the gym. No, <laughs> none right? of them at all. Yeah, <laughs> they're, exactly. They're all going to the bar, and that's yes, about it. Yes, exactly. So it is. Yeah, go, I mean, going to fights in the UK compared to everywhere else I've ever been, like various, yeah, over it's here, insane. it's just it's a, yeah. a, a different like, level.
1: I know that if or when i go to the uk which would be as soon as possible as soon as covid i'm able to fly I'm
0: 2022
1: going 2020. <laughs> i'm going to you know i'll be announcing it. i'll be i'll be like you know getting these guys to come like meet me at the airport like i want like i want you know i want to get, i want to get a real welcome from the from british fans so and i know i will um and you know they're legends so yeah why not get over there and and boxing over there's great you know um the culture's great so
0: Are then the uh any British fighters you uh, you fancy taking on, and you only got your eye on?
1: Um, there's well, there's not very many in my weight class. Um, there's a few. Um, but it's not really that I want to fight them. It's more that the fans want us to fight. You know, um, obviously the Shannon Courtney, um, Courtney Bridges fight is a huge, um, mm. crowd pleaser kind of fight. Um, the fans want that. They've been wanting that for months. You know, that's all. That a-
0: is she on one of the fight camps? Yeah, I think. She yeah. is, yeah. She's yeah. fighting
1: Rachel Ball. Who has actually been like you know we've been friends and um, I've talked to her for years for like three or four years. Um, so um, I've always been a fan of Rachel and I think it's going to be a great test for Courtney who who needs that test. You know she's at that point, um, you know four or five fights in where you type, yeah. as a girl you start stepping it up. So um, yeah, it's going to be a good fight and we'll see what happens. You know I'm not really setting anything. I don't. I think it'll be a good fight because it will make money because people are going to want to come watch it yeah yeah you know, people and that's that's
0: what that's, what that's it's about you know so it gets people I mean, like style, interested
1: stylistically wise you know i know that i'm exciting and no matter what fight i am in, it's going to be a good fight um but yeah um i'm not i would never go over to the uk um and lose so you know this is, is she ready to lose we'll see what happens after the rachel hmm. Wall fight um and they have some really good talent out of there you know um you've got amy timmerlin who's um she's at Benton weight as well she's four and um she's Really, really experienced in kickboxing. Um, I really actually enjoy watching her fight. She's really explosive and um, really, really fast. And um, you know that could be something in the future as well. But um, yeah, it's more
0: about it's more about just getting to the UK. It's just one. I just want to get over there. Every one of those fight nights.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know whatever they put in front of me. So
0: and uh and take it Your uh, there's no preference whether it's an eddie or frank show and, no uh, preference at all at this time no no preference at all wait until the office come in before you uh, yeah yeah well that's <laughs> make the, it make um, a decision
1: yeah we won't we Won't. i don't like to talk about anything until it's um set in stone and it's announced but yeah you know there's talks there so you know it's going to happen i'm going to get over there and um
0: just may not be till next year at this stage. Unfortunately. Yeah, all right. Excellent. well look, I think that's probably about it. is there anything else anything we've missed off that we were meant to touch upon? I think that's Well, um, did
1: you did you watch that again can't say name. Fight. Um, no, fourteen so. and O. 14 um Fourteen no. KOs. First round KOs?
0: No. Oh yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, so I did watch that. And the guy rolled forward after the Rolled forward. Like after he when he went oh, to yes, up. Oh yes, he got up. Yeah, and he, yeah.
1: And he fell forward, and oh, like because he was gonna be. Um, and that's
0: when you know you've caught someone is when their their balance is just gone. Yeah, no, crazy. Like, you know? um, <laughs> let me stand up straight. Oh.
1: Yeah. Um. So that was pretty exciting. Um. And I think that's definitely a prospect to watch. Mm. Um. up Berlanga. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, no, that was the, that was a very impressive knockout. Um, yeah. It looked like he got him two or three times, sort of on the way down. Yeah. Um. So. His style is
1: pretty amazing, so if you if, you know you want to watch that, um, I think he's definitely something to be watching there um, at the him and you know obviously
0: the visualities. Mm. Um, well, oh, sorry, one more thing we haven't planned on talking about this, and we'll talk about it more next week. Um, maybe try and get get the guys um, on. Um, it's Gallon and Hunt. Oh, Gallon and Hunt. Hunt. I'm quite excited about that. <laughs> yeah. I won't lie. I was fairly vocally critical of many of the football players coming into boxing, particularly yep. Gallon when he did originally. Um, yeah this would be i think his 11th professional fight now so you yeah, know he is making a go of it um so and he has taken on some fairly decent fights taken on his last one was fairly poor against that yeah. afl player um but i think this will be a decent scrap yeah. uh, i well, think it'll Mark be Hunt, exciting for as long as it lasts
1: Mark Hunt's uh, MMA fighter, right?
0: yes but he was a boxer before that okay yeah, um, yeah. he just has an insane left hook yeah
1: first. well they're both strong they're yeah. both they're both strong
0: yeah like well money's got to be on a hook yeah money's got to be on a hunt left hook finish yeah uh, but then gallon is a fairly solidly built individual yeah uh, so it does take a to fair know if bit it's going to
1: be like all of gallon's fights and it's going to be like a six two minute round kind of
0: fight it's a good question uh, he only I actually two don't minute know rounds. i'll find out yeah i know <laughs> the
1: football around um
0: i'll find that out actually um so yeah we'll talk about that more next week i'll maybe see if we can get
1: oh and uh, my um Matt my Rage fave sean porter on. his oh, fights yeah. got announced yeah, um,
0: find that German German fellow. German
1: guy, yeah, undefeated German.
0: Fannella, yeah, Fannella. Ranked
1: um, number nine in the uh, I think the IBF. I mean, it's not it's not super exciting as a fight, um, but obviously I love seeing Sean Porter in action, and um, I look forward to seeing him finish that fight really early. Um, yes, he's had some really tough fights, you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's not taking any easy fights. Yeah, he's you
1: know he he always fights anyone and everyone. You can't um, criticize that. I mean he always comes to fight, so yeah that would be good um i'm sure that it you know obviously he would have liked to fight um you know your spence uh, probably again or your crawford or your mani pacquiao but you know it's about trying to get the fights that you can get and that's what's seeming to happen is that um fighters are taking the fights that they can get and in the end it's still a paycheck um, Yeah. so
0: if you haven't fought for six months and you haven't picked yeah, up a paycheck for six months it's
1: exactly anything and or I, anything, isn't it? I mean i look at these fighters and i just think well if you're fighting a little bit of a lower level fight then you know, don't bother with the overtimes getting in. There and get get the get it out quick and get your money. You know, exactly,
0: so. exactly um speaking getting out quickly we'll wrap this up yep. um we'll be back again next week and weekly from now on um we'll certainly try to yep. uh, our diaries dependent um if you've listened to this at the end of the podcast <laughs> thank you um please don't forget to like subscribe and share with anyone you think that might enjoy it um you can catch me at, at, at ttt boxing on instagram
1: and at ebony bridges
0: on Instagram and yeah, Twitter well, yeah. and ev- and everywhere. Anywhere, Blonde Bomber. And, uh, only, <laughs> onlysocks.com. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> all right, thanks for listening. We'll catch up with you very soon.
1: Catch us. Hey guys, this is Ebony Bridges, the Blonde Bomber from Punches from the Pods. If you guys are enjoying and loving what you're listening to, please subscribe and follow and also share with all of your friends that you think would be interested in having a listen to. We are available on all the networks that you get your podcast from um google apple and spotify so please like share and um, subscribe